beyond the veil of sleep. Somewhere between truth and deception lies the world of dreams. For Alex Tormey, it is a world of deadly dreams. Alex? It was just a dream. I keep dreaming about this hunter. Then I wake up and I see him. What if he kills me before I wake up? It says in the books that if you die in a dream, you really die. You never wake up. I know it sounds crazy, but I just don't know what's real anymore. You get too stressed out, man. You like games, don't you? It's called hide and seek. You run and hide, and I try to find you. Run, boy. Haunted no! by treacherous delusions, trapped in a web of inescapable horror. Now, when the nightmare ends, <laughs> the terror begins. Deadly dreams. Welcome to Definitely First Blood. My name is Mitch. And I'm Christopher, and we are a horror movie podcast. We talk about horror movies of the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, and sometimes today. Hello. Hi. We didn't have an episode last week. We didn't. Because my tooth broke. Yeah. And I didn't feel like doing a podcast with a broken tooth. Fair enough, man. And uh, that's my right. It's uh, God-given right. Yes, it certainly is. So... We are the arbiters of when this podcast <laughs> is recorded and when it comes out. Yeah. I don't think we've seen anything super new. Like, we watched VFW, but I don't... We watched it drunk. And yes. so I don't really remember very much of it. So we definitely probably have to watch it again. Maybe. Yeah. Very neon colors, <laughs> so I remember that much. Me, yeah. Well, it's the same guy as Bliss, right? So he had a similar sort of color story of course. from what I remember. Yeah, man. And then, uh, what else? The Invisible Man comes out today when we're recording oh, I'm this, I'm excited think. to read reviews of it. Yeah. It was positively reviewed from what I saw. Good. I think the last time I looked anyway, which was yesterday. Oh, Wednesday. I, I, didn't, I looked earlier in the week, so the oh, embargo gotcha. is still on. But, I mean, the trailer looked really good, and it's a very scary concept. Yeah. A metaphorical I'm always one. so torn about Elizabeth Moss, though, because I really don't want to support Scientology. I yeah. So it's hard for me to like because I actively won't see a Tom Cruise movie. Oh, definitely. So it I feel like I can't hold her to a different standard, but I don't know. Well, like I feel like she's also not as high up in a church. And Mr. Like Cruise is like the arch the exactly. Pope diocese. As I'm trying to Perhaps? explain it away. I don't know. Uh the I still want to see it. Trailer so. for Candyman came out you just watched that it was fantastic it looks very good i'm excited, I'm excited to, to see watch it. it too and uh it made me want to watch the first one yeah well we could do that this weekend that's a good idea definitely get up to speed <laughs> yeah uh obviously slow-mo uh rendition of beyonce's 
or is that Destiny's, Destiny's Child? Excuse me. Say my name. Say my name, of course. Thou shalt not forsake Kelly and Michelle. Well, that, you can forsake Michelle, just not Kelly. I don't know. Joel Kim Booster said we have to bring her back up. I don't know. As she's. A society. I don't think she's a bad person. She's just hyper religious, which uh, is like always tough. Always tough. It's an acquired taste. I don't know. I'd ha- I guess I, maybe I'd have to look more into like if she hates gay people or not. <laughs> yeah, that's always good. Her to views know. on gay people. That's usually mm-hmm. how I gauge people. If I'm like, you if they don't think I'm an, I'm an equal person to them, then I don't really need to um, engage, engage, or, or care, enjoy. Yeah. I did also see today that they cast the Kiefer Sutherland role in the Lost Boys television series. Oh yes, which I thought that they had decided not to go ahead with a couple of years ago. I would hope, but they are going hmm. ahead with it, I guess. On All right, C Dubs. Ooh, that's even worse. Yeah, I mean, I guess um, it's a it's an IP that's rife for CWing. <laughs> you know my thoughts on the whole thing, where I'm just like, not everything needs a reboot or a remake or a sequel. I would say most things don't. And I have this huge issue with, like, just constantly recycling all of these IPs, which has been, like, a thing that's been happening more and more and more. Instead of even trying to come up with something Yeah, new. and, like, the stuff that is new, no one goes to see because it's not a Disney intellectual yeah. property where they can just throw so much money behind it that Very it's true. disgusting. And they reap the rewards. I've Somehow. got thoughts and opinions about this. Let thoughts me, and opinions. I'm laying them to celluloid right now. <laughs> Uh, I guess that's, I, we could just jump right into the movie. Uh, so splashing yeah. into the hotel pool. Deadly Dreams from 1988. What did you think of this movie? Um, visually. Visually very good. Certainly very interesting at key points. I do wish they had a little bit more close-ups. They had some, but not enough in my opinion. A lot of like just standard, regular I liked the Shots. direction and cinematography. Yeah, a lot. the cinematography, especially the primary colors. Yeah, well, I really liked that. Red and blue. Very vibrant red and blue. Yes, and then um, um, other than that, uh, there were too many dreams. It, well, it's hard to tell sometimes. Yes. I liked it until I didn't, It, I guess is what I'll say. Like, it didn't really seem like that much of a horror movie. No, I think they should have committed to the dream idea more okay you know what i mean that makes sense because i feel like they sort of did like a it, well, was it a dream oh, where i think it, it would no. be like mm-hmm. like they could do it where it was just dream whatever so it's directed by christine peterson who directed body chemistry and critters three okay she was the assistant director on Chopping Mall, mm-hmm. Night Flyers, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, nice. Nightmare on Elm Street 5, Tremors. Quite the resume. Was written by Tom, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's Babis, maybe? I'm fine with that. B-A-B-B-E-S. Uh, he also played Danny. So Danny oh, it was also the writer of this movie. Apologies to any Babises out there. <laughs> Stars Mitchell Anderson as Alex. He was in Jaws the Revenge, uh, Doogie Hauser, Party of Five. He looks really familiar to me, but I haven't watched any of those IPs. <laughs> You've watched Jaws the Revenge, but he's barely, he's like uh, Sean, the youngest son. He gets oh. killed in like the first moments of Jaws the Revenge. See, I thought he was one of the sharks, <laughs> but okay. Juliet Cummins is Maggie. She was in Friday the 13th Part 5, Summer Party Massacre 2. Okay, okay. She definitely looked familiar as well. Yeah, you've seen her in lots of stuff. Um, well, those two things specifically. Yes. 
Xander Berkeley is Jack. Now, he's in a lot of stuff. He was actually the detective in The Guardian, mm-hmm, the movie that we mm-hmm, just watched mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago. He was in Terminator 2, Candyman, uh, A Few Good Men, Apollo 13, Apollo 11. He's a character actor, sort of. Barbed Wire, Gattaca, 24, Kick-Ass. He was in Gattaca. He was Magistrate Hale on Salem. Gregory on The Walking Dead. Sorry, Salem, the live action yeah, yeah, TGI yeah. Friday Salem. Or, yes. No, he was Magistrate Hale in the TV series Salem. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like the one that was on AMC. Oh. Or, uh, so USA. I was thinking Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which is not what you said at all. No, like the recent series yes, Salem. Yes, now I remember. Like, remember Anne Hale? He was Magistrate Hale. Mm-hmm. Yep. As I said, Tom Babis, Babs, Babes, as Danny, uh, Gray Ainsworth as the hunter, Troy Evans as the sheriff. Uh, he's a character actor. Yes. He's in lots and lots of things. He's in Teen Wolf, Near Dark, Halloween 5, Lawnmower Man, Under Siege, Demolition Man, Ace Ventura Pet Detective, The Frighteners, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, The all, Black Dahlia. All the best. 129 episodes of ER. Uh, Yes, that is where I recognized him from. He he's like Officer of... Martin. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> uh, he's also a regular on Bosch, I guess. Anyway. Good for him. Steady paychecks, probably. Also, Dwayne Whitaker as Norman Perkins. He was in Hobgoblins, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, Pulp Fiction, Puppet Master 5, Tales from the Hood, Dust Till Dawn 2, Feast, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, Children of the Corn Genesis. Uh, also had Stacy Travis in a very small role as the librarian. She was mm. also considered for the role of Maggie, but obviously didn't get it. And she's in a bunch of things like Mystery Men, Ghost World. She was an evil senator on Angel. Ooh. Uh, she was in a movie we talked about a few weeks ago too, Venom. I think she was the main character's mom. Ah. She's also Amanda, ba- uh, Amanda Bynes' mom in Easy A. Oh, wow. Yeah. Amazing. This movie was made in 18 days. Well, shot in 18 days. Whoa. I mean, I guess it makes sense because they reuse the same like mm-hmm. locations over and over again. Budget of $400,000. Wow. Which is not a lot, but yeah. more than a lot of the movies we've mm-hmm. talked about. Like, I feel like most of the Ducato stuff was like 100000 or less. Wow. That's amazing that you could even shoot a movie that looks like a movie for that much. <laughs> and this movie looked really good, yes, as we said. Yes, it did. So we open on a house on Christmas. Got this soft music that is not really any Christmas song, I don't think. It's very playing. weird. And the house is one of those, you know, colonials made entirely out of giant boulders. Yeah. yeah. Looks very heavy. There's a tinselly Christmas tree and we follow it up. Uh, and we it, see this idyllic home. It is the worstly tinseled <laughs> tree. of. It looks so lazily yeah. done. In terms of the tinsel, the lights look great, but the tinsel is very sloppy. <laughs> they got a get better you'd think these people could hire someone to decorate especially with this giant ass house and all this business that's going on (laughs) we meet little alex who is eagerly awaiting his brother getting home he wants to open a present now his dad gets a phone call from this guy named perkins wife Mm -hmm. who's yelling at him you can see all of his guns in the background there's a lot of guns in the background yes like guns in a locked display case glass front display case mom's painting her nails Mm -hmm. alex opens his glass reindeer and then the doorbell rings and alex lets him in but it's norman perkins who shoots the family dead 
he, his whole family. Yeah. And then he says, it's time to play hide and seek. You got to run, boy. Which is not reality, I guess. No. Because as we know, he shot himself. Seemingly. Yes. So he killed both of his parents and then himself. Yeah. So he pulls down this spooky wolf's skin over his face. Which is a very creepy mask. And Alex takes off into the woods. Mm-hmm. He feels the gun against his head. And then, bam, he wakes up. It was all a dream. Now he's a hard-bodied adult type. Long hair and a broody attitude. <laughs> Turns on the old computer, starts writing away mm-hmm. uh, until he falls asleep. And then the next day, he opens his window and sees the hunter standing in his yard. Uh I love this. First of all, he falls asleep after writing one paragraph and he's smoking Lucky Strikes. Everyone in this movie smokes Lucky Strikes. And then when he sees the, like he's brushing his teeth the next morning, looking out the window that's right over his sink. So it's a combination window slash mirror. It's great. But it's just a hallucination. Or is it? It's not a hallucination. We will never know. (laughs) So his shower curtain is black. And like, it looks like a straight up trash bag. It is basically a trash bag. You can slightly see through it because you can see the tile on the other side, but it looks oppressive and terrible. Well, that blackness is something that happens a few times in the movie where it'll just have like a black background, which is obviously a stylistic choice. Mm-hmm. I don't think I really fully get it or like what it could be representative of, but I do feel like it was definitely intentional. After he showers in the void, uh, he comes out and he's like, someone was here. Yeah, he does like the typical woman in a horror movie thing, right? <laughs> I just got out of the shower and, oh, is, is someone there? I hear a noise. Uh-oh. Uh, he arms himself with his clock, his alarm yeah. clock, which is Bash small it. enough to Bash fit the person. in his hand, like very small. And he's looking around. Everyone has very intensely decorated apartments in this movie. His whole apartment is this piercing, like, light blue. sky blue. And he's got all these masks from various cultures on the wall. He's got, like, animal skulls. Weird, like, demon faces. Some of them sort of look like the same ones that they used in Three Ninjas, where it's, like, a kabuki mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. And, and also, he has a giant ladder made of very, very thick sticks. Yeah. Like, like he cut down a 20-year-old tree. <laughs> Each to make each side. He sees that the lock on his door has been broken. How? Uh oh. The chain has been snapped. The heavy gold chain. I feel like it's been cut, but there's no broken link. But as How we know, it's happen? just all part of a larger plan. Yes, everything is part of this plan. <laughs> Every single thing. He heads to school where we meet his friend Danny, mm-hmm. our writer of the film, and he thinks. Like, he tells Danny that he is being followed by Perkins, Mm -hmm. the guy who killed his family. And Danny's like, well, it's hunting season. Everyone is walking. There's so many hunters. Just get over it. In the general area, they're loping around with their guns on their backs. I mean, like, sure. Sure. In, like, within biking distance of a university? Apparently they're in cemeteries. They're... Walking down streets. You never know know. where those deer might be, where you can shoot them and then kill kill them and eat them or whatever. So Danny just pulls out some pills. Take a couple of these. No, Danny, I don't want them. Come on, take it. I know what I'm doing. I'm a doctor. In about seven years, we'll take it. Jesus Christ, you got a fucking pharmacy in there. You got to stop that shit, Danny. Excuse me? I have to earn my money. Quote, unquote. 
doctor. Get the exposition that he's selling drugs to pay his way through school. Oh, yeah. Unlike lucky fucking Alex, who's just rich as shit. Because he's so rich because of his dead parents <laughs> who were killed to death. So Alex goes to his brother Jack's office, mm-hmm. and then this guy has a fucking massive wall art thing with saw blades and hand saws. Hand saws. It says a family name, which I forget. Torm- Torme. Torme. Which is just Mort. Oh. Uh, clever, clever. Just like Maggie's last name is? Uh, Killer. Killer. <laughs> Not like, killer. Come Killeer. on. Come on, dude. And uh, he also has a giant, like, Perspex uh, nail going through a giant Perspex board. Yeah, it's like a, he has a glass sculpture it's of, like, a, so an arrow. bizarre. Uh, he wants Alex to give up his dreams of being a writer and finally get into family business. Which is? Yeah. Unclear. I don't think they say. Something businessy. Construction-related <laughs> art. That Which looks terrible. It makes Alex feel sick, because he mm-hmm. just can't imagine being a corporate shill. Wearing a suit. A statement tie? Going to the athletic club? <laughs> Puke. There is some really great framing in the scene mm-hmm. where like, you can see Jack through the sculptures and stuff. I really liked it. His face is all distorted, mm-hmm. so maybe that's... Foreshadowing. Mm. <laughs> Spoiler alert. That night, Alex and Danny are out at V-Bar, which yeah. has an amazing sign. It just says bar with a check mark that goes Loved it. over the entire thing. <laughs> Aesthetic as heck. Oh, so great. They're drinking, doing shots. Uh, Danny's telling Alex about his sexual conquests. So I tell her, Mary Lou, I'm a doctor. I'll make you a new one. <laughs> that's bullshit. That's so no, wait a minute, bullshit. wait a minute. So I decided it was time to use my magic line. You what? My magic line. Every man has his magic line. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, that's why you haven't been late in the last 10 years. Another round, guys? Buddy, no. you, you need a drink. No, this is on me. All right, okay, so what is it? What's this magic line of bullshit? I put my arm around her tenderly, and I tell her, Mary Lou, you know what I like in you? And she says, what, Danny? And I say, my dick. Jordan, you are such an ass. Say that woman became a sexual dynamo. Yeah, right, in your dreams. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the bar, we meet... Maggie. Ooh, she's dressed exactly, exactly the same as his mother was the night she was oh, murdered. Oh, really? I didn't notice that. Nice catch. Big chunky sweater and then a pearl necklace. Wow. Big pearl Good necklace. Catch. I didn't notice All that, that. she's That's missing great. is these giant glasses. And I was like, she looks like she's trouble. <laughs> she sent him a drink. Yes. A glass of white wine or something stupid like that. And Danny tells Alex that he bought her for him. Which is, I think, to give him confidence? You got me a whore? She's not a whore. Does she look like a whore? She's a slut. (laughs) But he didn't. He has no idea who she is. He's lying. I think he was just trying to, like, give Alex the confidence. Weird. To just, like, go up and be his horny as possible weird and completely unnecessary so he goes up to her and uses danny's pickup line about how she would look great with his dick inside of her oh i didn't catch that she throws her wine in his face disgusting yeah why would you say i guess because he thinks that she was purchased Uh on his behalf and he is not that kind of young man (laughs) thank you very much he's got the soul of an artist cut to alex and jack running and shooting the shit. Ugh. When's the runner's high supposed to kick in? And then the hunter shoots Jack in the chest dead. Oh no. And then shoots Alex and goes to slit his throat and then he wakes up. 
So his brother's wearing this like stark white jogging suit. Mm-hmm. Perfect for the squids. It looks so good. Over. It looks so good when the blood There's squirts like out of there. in it. It was good. <laughs> so he wakes up in the library and goes to flirt with the librarian, mm-hmm. Tracy. Although he kind of like brushes her off because Tra- Tracy's like, I read your short story about the bond between a father and son. She just loves his writing. Mm-hmm. But he sort of shuts her down. So he goes into the quad again. Mm-hmm. And then he sees Maggie again in her amazing jacket. Her amazing 80s jacket. It's this like giant houndstooth thing. It's it's Love one of it. those things that's so big that the bigness gives it a structure to it. And then she like belts it so it's like big on the top, big on the bottom. She just looks amazing. He tries flirting with her again, but she's not really she's... into it. She because yeah. he was an asshole to mm-hmm. her. Uh, so she leaves, but she forgets some sort of pink piece of paper and he picks it up. And that's how he tracks her down, stalks her, and finds her in the post-apocalyptic. <laughs> ballet studio inside of a jail and that's under construction so he lies later when he tells her that he paid someone 50 dollars yeah. to tell her okay I did it so. show what was on the pink paper no okay but we're supposed to like imply that very bizarre like you have to infer a lot from this and i usually don't want i want them to you know sh- like yeah Give us a fucking clue. I mean, I'm, I'm, oh, I always like it when they respect the audience enough to put it together, but not in this case. I guess, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Cause, Cause like, when we it. were talking later, I was like, well, like, is, is this sort of how we got the idea of her? And it all has been a dream since mm. the point where he takes the pill. Cause it's unclear. Exactly. Cause later when he's at his apartment, sitting in pure darkness, mm-hmm. He starts having flashbacks to the opening shooting and his brother telling him he needs to take up the biz. Audio flashbacks. And this is what drives him to finally take one of the pills that Danny gave him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does this overlay effect with rippling water. So I was like, oh, is this like Alice through the looking glass sort of thing? Maybe? Oh, is this going to be, as Wasn't. another podcast <laughs> would say, a Jacob's Ladder situation? <laughs> so he's at the pool with Danny. Uh, Alex is wearing a lot of white face makeup to look yes. super sick, I guess. And like he's later on in the movie, it looks like he has like a black eye, but he's never punched in the face. And so I guess these pills are sort of like Hypnocell from Nightmare on Elm Street where yes. they take his dreams away. That's exactly what I was thinking. And then I think it was my favorite scene in the movie mm-hmm. when they're at like the dance studio thing. Yes. Loved it. It's this like super industrial 80s space. There's giant mirrors not mounted to the wall, just leaned against the wall. And you can see the reflection of like a jail cell, like a legitimate jail cell. She's a dance major. Uh, It's fucking wild. And the way it's shot is so good. It's so like ethereal and dreamlike with lots of reflections. It's bizarre. Like at one point she's shot in full reflection talking to him. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's great. He tells her he paid 50 bucks to learn about her, which she finds wildly exciting. It's very expensive. They go out for sushi. Yeah. After they're done. They're very like, intimate. They get this whole room to themselves in that restaurant. So after they're done, they're like walking down the sidewalk and Alex sees the 
the guy, the hunter again. Yes. Oh no. There's a flashing flashing lights. And he's like, I don't know if that's real. He's like doing a, like dipping her while they're (laughs) dancing down the sidewalk. And then he just decides to ignore it because I mean, I guess what else are you going to do? He thinks it's hallucinations, right? And then they stop for a while. In front of a sporting goods store. Yeah. Just stare at this deer head. And it says, goodbye deer above it. Oh, cute. There's an impossible wind in the scene too. Yes. Where it was like blowing from the front. Uh oh. I know. I liked it. So they go to V-Bar to play some pool. Mm -hmm. And again, there's this mannequin behind them that looks just like the hunter. Yes. There's a lot of, like, stuff in the background. Mm -hmm. Not so subtle, but... (laughs) They chirp each other while they're playing. Danny says to Maggie that most dancers he knows love Dick. Because the guys that they know also like Dick. Ah, I... Also did not hear that one. <laughs> so Alex calls Danny a pig bitch. Uh, uh, he says, jinx, pig bitch. <laughs> nice. So he's <laughs> weird. Yeah, he's a doctor. He's a cop. He's a pool shark. <laughs> what else is not he? I jinx you, pig bitch. The next day, Danny just comes straight into Alex's apartment. Yeah. Hey, why don't you lock so the take door? pictures of him in bed. With the Polaroid, like, oh, she's not here, eh? To try and catch, quote, that slut. And also say how much he does not trust and or like Maggie. You know that your friend has terrible nightmares and doesn't sleep very well, so you're going to barge into his apartment. And you th- he thinks he's being stalked. Yeah. What an ass. <laughs> Danny is the worst. Then we go to Maggie's, and her place is also fucking wild. It's all white with a red bed spread on the floor it's like a minimalist all black accessories lots of paper screens yeah sort of like paper screens uh the the mattress is wild (laughs) like i've never seen such a thing played off as just like a oh you know this is my normal apartment as a dance (laughs) dancer she bought him the deer head they were looking at she comes out of the other room with this truly i mean it's a deer head obviously but it's wrapped in like christmas paper sort of (laughs) so it just looks like a lumpy boulder that's truly truly huge yeah such a bizarre and he's like can you imagine having to wrap that giant deer head i love it yeah Thank you so much for When this. he hates it. <laughs> Bizarre. So strange. So they start having sex. And again, so good. The scene is so good. It was very sensuous. There's piano music. The whole time, like, they're rotating. And we're seeing the whole apartment in the background. The whole studio apartment. Yeah, it's like sort of like the impossible window from The Shining. Yes, very strange. It's a really awesome effect. I really liked it. It, it looked- really felt like dreamlike it did and it looked i guess it made it less of like a sex 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 scene true even though she's like going to town on his nipple (laughs) uh yeah so then he cut to him having another dream Uh where he's home in the dark and he starts having another flashback of his father being shot perkins is shooting him to death oh no he falls back into his bed and knives start coming up from beneath and And right through his tum tum yeah for, ah. They all miss it first. But he wakes up, still at Maggie's. Uh-oh. Where? So he goes to get a glass of drink of water. <laughs> and when he looks outside, uh, oh, she has a full Colgan machine in her apartment, which was pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, when she, he goes to look outside, he sees the killer and the glass shatters when he drops it. So he's just, so presumably, if this is a real thing, that guy's just been standing out there. 
all night just waiting. waiting for him to have a nightmare. It's like you're next. And then he, yeah, it's just like you're next. And then he just sits in the shadows. Sits in the shadows and like rocks, sitting in the fetal position, sort of. Yeah. Cut to him working out with his brother at the health club. So his brother is being like, why don't you come work out with me at the health club sometime? Mm -hmm. Alex is in so much better shape than his brother. Yes, like much better shape. And he just launches right into it. You know, now I'm seeing things. I'm seeing Perkins. Yes. The guy who killed my parents. Our parents. Our parents. It's not just the dreams this time, Jack. That's why I didn't tell you before. I'm beginning to see things. Of course, this is it. One more. Uh, let it go. Whoa. Oh, Christ, this can't be good for you. What do you mean you're seeing things? What kind of things? It's Perkins. He's back. Perkins? Oh, my God. Alex, you're seeing Perkins? I know. I know it sounds crazy, Jack, but... I just don't know what's real anymore. I keep having this dream about mom and dad. And then I see Perkins. He's after me. Look, stop it. Just stop it. How long is it going to take you to get rid of the guilt, huh? Mom and dad are dead. And you couldn't have done a damn thing to save them. This whole gym is red and blue. Especially the locker room. Yep, especially I love the, locker the locker room. But then all of the equipment is red. And then the my favorite part of this, all the padding on it, or like the seats, was that shiny gold glittery vinyl. Yeah, no, I know oh, exactly what so you're talking about. Oh, so terrible. So <laughs> terrible. Um, and when they're in the lockers there's like a really strange really homoerotic scene he uh john puts alex in a headlock jack yeah yeah and is like you gotta he like grabs him by the hair and like pulls his head back tell me tell me that you're joining the the business and all this shit alex spends most of this movie topless yeah that's true well i mean he's earned it he's yeah he's not bad to look at and then uh like, but he looks like he's actually being choked. Like, all of the veins are sticking yeah. out on his forehead, and he's turning purple. And, like, the aftermath, I felt like, was really realistic. I mean, my brother and I don't roughhouse like that. No. But where he's like, you broke my fucking neck. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Over-exaggerating. Oh. But also, it was extremely uncomfortable to watch. It was, yes. No, thank you. Like I said, it felt very sexual to me. And, like... Me too, and that's part of the reason why I was like, <laughs> Back at his apartment, or I guess it's Danny's apartment. Danny's like cleaning his gun Just while casually, smoking weed. Casually cleaning his giant hunting, scoped hunting rifle. Just, is he even cleaning it? He's just like touching it all I over the know. place. And then he's going on this narrative about what it feels like to stalk prey. Because he wants to go hunting with Alex. And he's aiming the gun right at him. For, like, maybe five minutes as he's talking? He does, like, a full bit where he's, like, we're pretending Alex is a deer. Like, you see the steam coming out of its nose as Alex is exhaling his cigarette through his nose. And Alex is getting increasingly anxious and scared. I think is reasonable when you have a hunting rifle pointed at your face. I feel like all responsible gun owners are, like, you have to assume the gun is always loaded, even when you know it's not. Particularly because Danny obviously knows that his family was shot to death in front of and him. And then he has a terror of 
Yeah. Of such happening to him. And he's kind of a psychopath. He is the worst. Like, why is Alex friends with this guy? I don't know. And it really bothered me how bad of a friend at times Danny was. And then he's like, there's no bullets in here, see? And then he pretends to shoot himself. And then he takes another shot. Well, he re-racks it and then takes There's a bullet in there. And it blows up one of his little tchotchkes. <laughs> and Alex is just like, that's <gasps> it. That's it. We're putting this gun the fuck away. And then he sees the wolf skin face in Danny's closet. Yes, because he's going to throw the gun in there, which, I mean, don't throw it. But I don't fucking, I feel like this was the best reaction. Yeah. And if I was not too scared to touch the gun, <laughs> I would probably do the same thing. And obviously Alex gets pissed because now he thinks Danny is dressing up as Perkins to scare him. For shits. Which Danny would never do because he's his best friend. I mean, I would point a gun at you and shoot at you. Pretend to shoot at you, even though I know you're terrified of this. But, but we're whatever. best friends. Biffles, baby. <laughs> Cut uh, to... Or sorry, what were you going to yeah, say? Yeah, Danny's at the phone booth and he's calling Alex. Come, Come on, man. man. You know, I didn't know. I've never seen that mask before in my life and I would never do that to you. And, except, and yeah, it was a bad joke. I'll admit it. Apparently... Maggie is based off of this guy's ex fiance, like the actor who plays Danny, the writer. <laughs> Whoa, that is wild. <laughs> Do you think he? I wonder if he wrote anything else. No, Probably not, not really. Yeah. Two shorts, I think, mm. was was all. Hmm. So Alex and Maggie have a car ride mm-hmm. where he tells her about the Danny situation as yeah. they're pulling up to his familial home. The slash murder scene. Yeah. And as we know, Maggie and Jax are doing some fine Academy Award worthy acting yeah. here. Oh, so tell me about your art. And while Jack is giving this tour quote, yeah, <laughs> she already knows everything of the crime scene to Maggie. Um, Alex takes out one of the many guns. Why? And it starts loading it. Why? Maybe know. he's gonna take it home with him to Maybe be he's like kill himself. Uh, I'm gonna protect myself from this. Uh, that's guy. what I thought it was. Like I thought he was gonna take it and be like, "Well, now I have protection." But it was unclear. And then he drops one of the bullets on the ground, which reminds him of his mother's nail polish falling to the ground. Well, it didn't. It fell into a waste paper basket, probably, so they didn't lose the deposit on the set. <laughs> and but her getting shot to death. But I guess he also shot the gun off in real life. Yes, into the floor. Which brings Maggie and Jack back inside to scold him. What the hell happened? (laughs) Okay, well, you know, we better go sit down in the living room and start drinking alcohol before something else happens. So Maggie tells Jack she's going to New York for a few days to handle some business. Mm -hmm. And maybe audition for a few shows. Oh, yeah? Well, have you ever auditioned for this guy? Sam Weinberg? I have a friend at the office that's always investing in the theater. Every show he puts money into turns out to be a flop. He's always talking about this one producer, Sam Weinberg. Ever heard of him? Sam Weinberg? Oh, sure. Is it true he's king of the flops? Definitely. I think out of the last six shows that he did, one made money. Of course, it wasn't the one that I was in. You were in the Sam Weinberg show? I hate to admit it, but yes, I was. What was it called? Maybe my friend invested in it. Oh, I don't think so. You see, we closed out of town. Well, isn't it a small world? You were in a Sam Weinberg show. Yes, I was. It's just incredible. Why do you say that? Because I made the whole thing up. What 
There is no Sam Weinberg. Wait a minute. What's going on here? What do you want from my brother? What do you think I want? I think you're after his money. Oh, is that what you think? Wait, just stop it. Did it ever occur to you that maybe I love him? You don't love him. You haven't told the truth all day. Why should I believe you now? Just stop it. Who the hell do you think you are telling me what I feel? I've seen your kind before. Leave her alone. Maggie, wait. Alex, let her go. She's a fake. Shut up. She's just a little gold digger. Can't you see that? Stay out of my life, Jack. So she says she was in one of the shows. Mm -hmm. And that makes him catch her in a lie because Sam Weinberg doesn't exist. So she must just be after Alex's money. Wyatt, how dare you? I don't like this guy. I love him. And then she yells at Jack and storms off, which makes Alex mad. And he so mad. also storms off. Everybody storms off. Everyone's going every which way. When he gets into the car with Maggie, she's like, I don't know why I did it. I just wanted Jack to like me. I'm just a crazy idiot, I so, guess. And he says he loves her and doesn't want to lose her. And this was an interesting thing again with the black because as he like is leaning into her mm -hmm. everything outside of the truck goes pitch black Ooh, like pure black i didn't notice that it's an interesting little effect he based maggie off it's his like the rest of the eh? world is going away so alex goes up to his apartment he sees blood so he goes into the bathroom <gasps> with the black shower curtain there's and so much blood everywhere finds a dead deer in the bathtub and, and it says alex. his name written in blood on the wall so he freaks out, runs out. <laughs> this was the weirdest part of the movie. Yeah, for me. this is where we get into the like uh, psychedelic dirge portion uh, of it. I, I mean, I liked it, but in the context of everything, it doesn't make sense. He's running into a nightmare. Yes, it was very much like Nightmare on Elm Street dream yes. sequences. So he runs outside into mm -hmm. some spooky kid who has a gun who swings out in front, like a toy gun that goes meow, 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 meow. and some hunters. Oh, oh no, no, what I'm going to some more. And then has the topiary tree filled with lights. And then he somehow winds up in a laser tag designed by the same people who did the ballet studio. A dark, spooky alley. But there are plenty of hunters with guns. I really liked the color play in this movie. It looked great. Like the reds and the blues. Yes. But this was very confusing to me as to <laughs> what had, the fuck was He ends happening. up in this like smoky graffiti mm -hmm. place. Yeah, you the know, laser night tag. smoke. We love night smoke on this podcast. And it is impossible to tell what the fuck where where he's going what this area is designated as and he just ends up at the cemetery at perkins grave it like shits him out there he sees a point set on the grave and he goes to pick it up and then a hand grabs him carry style ah and then out pops danny just doing some casual cemetery hunting in a residential area or just walking around with a gun i've been out hunting all day happens to cross alex <laughs> Of all the people he could just come across, so they decide, let's go back to the homestead and see this dead deer. Alex tells Danny that the hunter's real and to come back to his apartment with him to see all the blood. But they bring the sheriff. Somehow they round up him. Of course, the blood is all gone, having been cleaned up. Spotlessly. The chain has been mysteriously replaced. What? Also, Maggie arrives just in time mm -hmm. in her giant coat. And... Um, now Alex just looks crazy. Yeah, of course the cop thinks he's lying. And on drugs. Refuses to believe him because he's had it up to here with these college kids and they're bullshit. And then uh, Alex turns to his friends. You both believe me, don't you? You just need to calm down. He really lays it all down for Maggie and Danny. Like, Maggie asked Danny to leave, of course, because she's manipulative. Mm -hmm. 
So the two of them can be alone. And then he tells her about his parents' murder. And Why did like, you wait until now? When I commit to someone, I commit, she claims. All the way. And then that night, while they're sleeping, somebody comes in. They cover her face with a pillow and stab, stab her in the face through it. K-bar. Through the pillow through the face. Alex wakes up, sees the knifey blood. And he's upset. And the hunter comes out of the shadows and starts <laughs> tossing him around. They start tussling. Uh, Alex grabs the knife and he gets cut. And yeah. ugh, I hate Grabs the blade of the knife because it's the only thing he can grab. Yikes. I, I love a defensive wound in a horror movie. They... Ooh, always the hands or the arms, and it's it just seems so painful. And then he wakes up. It was oh. a dream. And he's sure that Perkins is there, waiting <laughs> waiting out there for him somewhere. Perkins? <laughs> then another dream. It shows him writing about being on a beach alone, mm-hmm. and the hunter walks in and takes his mask off, and it's Alex. Oh, no. And ah. He wakes up screaming out loud. He wakes up, and Danny is there <gasps> to tell him to snap out of it. The, share style the best advice anyone's ever given anyone else <laughs> he's like don't give up alex you can't give up which is like what does that mean so he opens the windows and then he sees the hunter and of course he says alex is like come on dude you're just crying wolf he doesn't actually say that but no. he might as well alex doesn't is like he doesn't him. exist and then As everyone's been telling him. By the time he drags him to the window, he's gone. Yep. You need to maintain eye contact with this guy. And then we see Danny at the hotel toweling off because he swims at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he sees Maggie checking in. Cut to her having sex with Jack. They have she's thundering orgasm. <laughs> yes. And for both of them, actually. They both have Intense orgasm. Very, like, they're moving all around this bed. Ruh, ruh. They're moving through several different positions. So you don't see his face at first. This is the turning point for me when I stopped enjoying the movie. Yes. Because it took a turn where I was just like, eh. Well, I was like, this isn't, this is just madness. It's like an episode of, like, uh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Just, like, it's just madness. Because at first you think, oh, she's just... A terrible person, and so is the brother. Yeah, so it's all a big plot to get Alex's fortune. Mm-hmm. Really, they've been in love this whole fucking time, uh, and fucking this whole time. Mm-hmm. And uh, while they're talking about how much they love and love fucking, Alex is writing the same thing from his dream, but for real this time. And they say Alex is almost over the edge. <laughs> They're trying to drive him crazy. So Danny breaks into Maggie's place and he finds a, a whole scrapbook, a photo album. They've been dating for a year and she's made this photo of album? them out on a yacht. Um, there's also articles about the murder. I don't know. She, she gets home and then he hides in the closet to watch her. Yep. And then he's just like, you bitch. Yeah. He comes at, why even bother hiding? Son of a bitch. Danny. What are you doing here? The hunter was real all the time, and you knew it. What are you talking about? I saw him! I know Perkins is real, and I saw those pictures of you and Jack. So let's just cut the crap right now. Alex is gonna love this. My God! You've been going through my things. You little shit! Danny, you have no idea what you're getting into. I know my best friend's about to lose it because of you. Now you sit the fuck down, and you tell me why the two of you are setting him up! Why did you plant that mask in my room? You really are a conniving little bitch, you know that? You get the fuck out of here! Don't 
even try it. And she's like, you get need it. to get out get of out. here. I don't care what you found. You're a rude little son of a gun. And get out, sir. And then as soon as he leaves, she calls Jack to tell him, Danny wastes so much time. I don't know why he doesn't just go to Alex's house. Right? Immediately. Because he drives. He, he goes in he there goes all a, the time. He goes to a payphone. Of course, all he has in his pockets are just loose pills. pills. He's fiddling through them. None of these look like a quarter. And then he goes back to his own place. Which is like, ugh. Just so dumb. And he calls Alex, but Maggie's already there. And Maggie just unplugs Alex's phone. Uh-oh. So now he he's incommunicado. He's understandably very upset, mm-hmm. Danny. Uh, meanwhile, Maggie's like telling Alex how she wants to be alone with yeah. him. Let's go to a remote just, cabin. Yeah, let's go to the, the cabin. And then Danny does some coke off a mirror for some reason. A fat rail. He's he's laid out several of them, but he's only going to do one. And then he grabs his gun, but it's too late. The killer's right behind him. Cut the black. Gunshot noise. He's dead. So uh, Maggie and uh, Alex are at Danny's yeah, cut, funeral. Cut right to the funeral. Right to the funeral. It's Alex's birthday. He's having a grand old time. Maggie's like, yo, Alex, why don't you go up to the cabin before me? You know? Yeah. We also learned that it's Alex's birthday. Yeah, he just drops, lays it there like, Ugh. I love a funeral on my birthday. Ugh. Oh, no. Also, this bitch. This This bitch. <laughs> And then you Jack think, is also lurking in the background because because you're like she's doing all of this for her man yeah like this is some psychotic behavior so she goes to talk to Jack and she's like ah, we should have just stopped you've gone I, too I'm so far scared now. oh no how could you and he's like I'll take care of it you don't need to worry uh, and then Alex is like packing his apartment up mm-hmm. he finds a photo of Danny and cries. Uh, and then he goes off to the cabin. Just drives our there. finale. John's there waiting. Jack. Jack is there waiting. Of course. He's guzzling down uh, some whatever it was. Yeah, he tells them this whole... I'm also sorry if you can hear crunching. Our dog yeah. is eating it very loudly in the background. Because she's pissed at us. He does this whole big whiny baby thing about how hard he works. Yeah. I look after you. And then Maggie, too. The deer was all her idea. I couldn't have thought that up. And why couldn't you have just gone uh, insane like I wanted you to? You made me kill Danny, basically. What are you doing here? I'm waiting for you. Why? What do you want? You. I want you. Now that you're here, we can have a nice little talk. I don't have anything to say to you. Oh, but I've got a lot to say to you. <sighs> Sorry it had to turn out this way. I really am. You know, I, I underestimated your stubbornness. I thought by now you'd be over the edge. But you are a strong little motherfucker, aren't you? Gotta hand it to you. Oh my God, it was you. Well, I can't take all the credit. Maggie was right there by my side the whole time. I don't believe you. Who do you think came up with the idea to put the deer in the shower? I'm not that creative. Maggie would never do that. She loves me. God, but you are naive, aren't you? I don't know how to tell you this, Alex. 
Maggie and I have been together for over a year now. We've been planning this for a long time. You meeting her at the V, the fight at the house, Perkins, everything. You fell for it all, but you didn't go all the way, Alex. I'm disappointed. Why, Jack? Why would you do this? Why? I took care of you all these years. I raised you. I ran the goddamn company. I put my fucking life into it. I put my share of the inheritance into it. I came to you for help, and you didn't give a shit. I do everything, and you do nothing, and you get all the money. I don't think so. This is about money, Jack? I'm your brother. I asked you to invest. I begged you, but you didn't listen. You didn't budge. I already have. You were in a hunting accident. And then the hunter comes up from behind him, drags Alex into the woods. It'll be a hunting accident. Ah. Goodbye. Alex is able to get his knife, and then he stabs the hunter in the leg, which makes no difference. No. Which and you think it would? Yeah, I I would fi- have a hard time walking after being stabbed. In the leg most like people that. would, I think. Chase yeah. ensues. Uh, Alex is able to sort of get to the highway mm-hmm. before he gets blasted in the shoulder, and he falls, falls down. into the road just like in his dream. And then a Porsche pulls up. Yeah, Maggie, obviously a white Porsche. <laughs> he gets onto the hood. He makes eye contact with Maggie, and she's just like. And then the killer slits his throat, which I must say I was not expecting him Me to die. Me neither. The I blood, don't think I liked that he died. The blood goes... I like that they had the guts to go there, yes. but it was... The payoff was not worth it, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Uh, blood all over her car. At first, until you till the ending, I was like, why would it be her car? Of all the cars that would pull up. You know? Timing. Just so bizarre. And she's just like... She's not like, don't do this on my car. And Whatever. at the morgue later, Jack puts mm. on a whole show when he sees the body. Oh, no. Oh, I'm going to throw up. Please leave me with this corpse I can't stand looking at. And then Alex pops up and grabs him by the throat. Yeah, because he says, happy birthday, little brother. And then Jack wakes up. And now his dreams are being haunted by Alex. Alex, he's fallen for the same ruse, basically. <laughs> the matter. It's Alex. He won't leave me alone. He keeps haunting me. Listen to me, Jack. Alex is dead. It's not real. It's just a dream. When will they stop? When will these fucking dreams stop? I can't take it anymore. I'll go get you some brandy. She goes downstairs. She pours herself a sniff of brandy. We see she's got a giant rock on her finger. A giant. And she lets... Yeah, she just opens the door. Killer starts comes having in. a drink. The hunter comes in. She says nothing. And now she is going to get all the money. Yes. He goes upstairs, and we hear Jack screaming, because he has truly lost his mind yeah. at this point, seeing that it's all real. And also, so she calls her mom, and we learn that she's Perkins' daughter. So it's all been a longer con for her. So it ends... Just as it began. The house, the Christmas tree, because it's Christmas mm-hmm. again. Um, the end. And Perkins is finally avenged. For what? 
gotta kill Alex. He had nothing to do with the family business that we, he that Perkins was screwed out of. And then he had his family murdered by your father. <laughs> Maybe it was to like psychologically torture Jack. I guess to be like you went into the business even though it was evil i don't know maybe but it was just sort of like one of those like okay i didn't i mean at first i was like oh she's probably the daughter of perkins Mm -hmm. but then later i was like well maybe she isn't and then when she was i was just like well that the fact that it had meandered so fucking much to get here yeah like there got to a point in the movie where it was just like well this obviously has to be jack to get the rest of the family these are the only characters who are here and they keep emphasizing your half of the inheritance so i I guess credit for it not just being like a straightforward slasher movie or something but i felt like the dream imagery and like the whole like camera work and styling where it was like is this a dream um I thought that was really effective. So I Me really too. wish they would have leaned into that more. Cause I could have done without this whole, like, so honestly, it's like an episode of murder. She wrote. Yes. It's like, like Scooby-Doo targeting yeah, one. It's person. a very standard plot. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. It is a Scooby-Doo style plot. Yeah. Like more that, or less. How, yeah. how convoluted it would be where it'd be like, it's but old it tur- man Jenkins. And it turned out that uh, his assistant was conning him the whole time. <laughs> how could you betray me? How could you betray the town? So I guess I enjoyed most of this movie. Yeah. It is pretty short. It's like an hour and 15 minutes. I think total is like an hour and 19, but most of it's credits. Which is like um, nothing. Or flashbacks. There's Um, no way they could have made this longer. No. Without it being... No, no, no. Absolutely, this could not have been longer. No. (laughs) It would have been too much. And also, I was really pissed off. John is already rich. Yeah. Why does he need... Jack. Oh, Jack is already... (laughs) Sorry. No, I also fine. don't care. Is the I know, I know. I it's don't know why like, I correct you all the time. Ugh. And then the deer in the shower, how the fuck did they get it out? I don't And know. clean it up? It, it was like, I know what you did last summer when there was that crab body yes, in the in, in the, the, back trunk, of the trunk. Yeah. Maybe it was never there. I guess we don't really know what of it was just Alex's hallucinations. That's true. That's very true. I don't they know. were so mad that Alex didn't go insane. <laughs> They were so mad. And then he blames him? Yeah. Oh, how dare you make Well, he's a narcissist, yeah, right? that's very true. I don't know. That's so true. So our six degrees of Jamie Lee for this bad boy, we've got Xander Berkeley, Jack. He is in Amistad with Austin Pendleton, who is in Christmas with the Cranks mm-hmm. with Jamie Lee Curtis. Bum, bum, pretty easy, pretty fast. We did it. Good. Yeah, I guess that's our episode on Deadly Dreams. No facts for this one. No. No Blu-ray release? I sort of said some stuff at the beginning. There is a Blu-ray release. Oh, that's interesting. I'm happy to hear that because... Oh, yeah, we watched this on YouTube. It's fully available in perfect quality on YouTube. I feel like so many of these movies are ones that are just like... There's no Wikipedia page for this. There is a Wikipedia page for this. Yes. I don't know. Well, color me wrong. And this has been on our list for quite some time. Okay. I don't know. I did really, like I said, I like the direction. I like the cinematography. I, I certainly that enjoyed really parts good. of it. Yeah. So uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us at definitely first blood on Instagram, Dep first blood on Twitter, or you can email us definitely first blood at gmail.com. Um, as has been the theme for our past few episodes, we need to say goodbye because our animals are losing their minds for some reason. They can't stand to hear us talk. <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 Dogs say bye too. Bye.